0: Welcome to Soul Chat, a platform created by queens, recognized queens, to help bring out the queen in you and helping you master yourself holistically. We aim to be the light at the end of the tunnel with topics and guests that speak to your soul. So join us as we take you on an epic journey with powerful people, sharing powerful stories and tools to bring out the best in you. Welcome everybody to Soul Chat, you guys. It has been such a long time that I have actually done a recording and it couldn't be more perfect to have Lotus on today. Um, She's simply amazing, so y'all know how I do. I'm gonna read her bio, but then I'm gonna uh, allow her to express who she is in her own words. If you're new to Soul Chat, this is the podcast where we're diving a little bit deeper than the surface to give you conversations that touch your soul. To me, that's really important. Um, I find a lot of times, even in our own circles, we don't have people that are willing to have these deep conversations, people that are willing to have these authentic conversations. So that's what this podcast brings you. So I know you guys are going to love Lotus. Um, But before I um, allow her to speak, let me introduce her to you. So Lotus is a mystic practitioner who inspires black women to honor their personal magic by accepting and embracing their limitless power within. Loboland holds space for black women to eradicate generational trauma and create a new legacy of limitless self-love and unshakable self-worth, love that. With 10 plus years of spiritual exploration, Lotus utilizes meditation, Reiki, hypnotherapy, NLP and EFT movement and beauty as tools of impact. Lotus infuses spiritual wellness into her curated events, speaking engagements, podcasts, Global Land and Spiritual Self-Care product line, Global and Beauty to cultivate global communities with a multi-level exploration of black women wellness. She's been featured on, um, Boss Babe, Boss, Power Scope, the Nat Ministry, the Creative Collective, NYC, Facebook, um, and so, much, so many so my other platforms, as well as your newest thing that we'll get into later. But yes. um, first of all, first of all, I just love you so very much. Hey. There's like very, not very few, but there's definitely like a handful of entrepreneurs, wellness practitioners that I feel like we've kind of all been Cheering each other on for the past three years. Wow. It's been a minute. Yeah, it's really it's been, been a minute. A while. Yeah. The last time we had a live, we did a Sunday Soul Chat Live together. And we talked about mental health, which I feel like even mm-hmm. then that was still new. That was still new for communities of talking about it, especially for black communities. Yeah. Um, to be so open and honest about your journey, which I found just amazing and I always gravitate towards authenticity, right? I could just sniff it out, like, mm, no. <laughs> um, I do wanna note, you guys, not for nothing, I've shared this a lot of times. If you watch my Instagram stories, I talk about her beauty line. Like, when I say her beauty line is the bomb, not only is her beauty line the bomb, but my kids were like fighting over her sprays, and I didn't wanna give it to them, and I was like, okay, let me be nice, let me just share them through I know they're gonna leave them everywhere. But I use her- I'll send you some more. Oh my God. They're so cool. yes. I use the face cleansing oil. It's just the bomb. So you guys have to check it out. You have to follow her stories. This, this time around, I was like, I mental noted it. And I was like, oh like 12 o'clock and I didn't even look at it at 12 o'clock, but I made a mental note in my head because I just ran out. I was like, I need more. <laughs> yes. That's so awesome. perfect. Yeah. So you guys definitely check that out and she'll tell you where to follow her at the end. Uh, but before we get into any of that good, saucy, awesome stuff, I want to take it into the sauce and the awesomeness of just who you are and your own words. Mm-hmm. Just share with the community, who are you? Uh,
1: that's such a powerful question. I mean, on, like, my practitioner side it's like, I am love, right? I'm energy. I am limitless and never-ending, all-encompassing, all those beautiful things. Um, and I do feel that I associate all those beautiful ideas and perspectives um as a black woman like i feel very proud to be in this lifetime as a black woman in this day and age Um, there's this shift that's happening and i'm really happy to be a part of that and i heavily identify with that part so that is also who i am you know i am every black woman like not in a cliche way but like i i can channel you know, Dr. Maya Angelou or Ms. Toni Morrison or Ms. Augie Lord, um, the same way that I can um, connect and see my reflection within you, you know, or Naisha or Sky, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, that is who I am. Like, I, I, I get to proudly say that in this lifetime and I'm just really proud of that. Um, it's just cultivated everything that I do. Uh, it's the center of my work. I truly am. In awe of the community I get to build, in awe of the work that I get to do simply because I was born a Black woman, Mm -hmm. like all in all. Ashay.
0: ashey to all that Queens recognize Queens, right? Um, Yes. [3] That is just so beautiful. And even just that perspective, I think um, one of the things I've been leaning into that, you know, it's kind of like when you, when you, when you, when you, um, you know, just always, I'm always open to perceptions and opinions that are not of my own. And one of the things that I've been really sticking out lately, that's very true is that a lot of women feel the disconnect when it comes to sisterhood. And because I've been so, I've been enjoying other sisterhoods. you know, this year, um, just to, just to join other communities and see what they do, how they do what they do, experience sisterhood in, in different ways. I was like, wow it's really true that a lot of women feel disconnected from each other that a lot of women still feel like i don't connect with other women like that's just not what i do i don't have female mm-hmm. friends i can't trust women
1: mm-hmm.
0: or i'm trying mm-hmm. to and you know i just can't like i just can't find my tribe
1: and it so, also like reflects that they can't connect with themselves either because mm-hmm. that is also a part of um self identification it's just like if you're not able to be around other women that reflect the good the bad the ugly of you that's also a lot of inner work that needs to be done for sure
0: Huge. thank you for that thank you for that that's so true that's been the other thing recently is just the projections and the you know instead of taking i always tell people you can take them and you turn it to i right that person angers me mm. because that, that that And if you could turn it to i what is that Animating within me. What do I have within me that? um, Is bothered by this because it's about me, right? It's about me and um, you know, because when things don't bother you, if somebody's eating an ice cream you don't care about, you're not going gonna to be bothered about it, you know, but if, right. if it's something you love, you're like, oh my God, you know, it's just, we have to just take accountability for that. So thank you so much for noting that, because that's huge in mental health. That's huge in mental right. wellness to really have that self-accountability check and that awareness of self to that level, right? That's a level to me. Like, that's a level. A hundred percent. Take we, You know, we need to strive towards turning the the them into I but sisterhood is really big because I feel like without sisterhood we don't heal right Mm. you said it's a part of ourself and I feel like it's such a deep experience that I'm trying to just grow myself and even though I already see it this way just a bigger appreciation for like you said the communities you build when people come to you and they want to work with you as a as a coach or even just on a discovery call if they just want to share personal things with you like i was on a meditation call the other day and i'm like hey does anybody have any questions and things the thing the topic that the girl shared i was just like whoa like i didn't expect you to go that deep mm-hmm. but she felt that comfortable and i said we yeah. have to pay attention to the necessity of sisterhood because when you don't feel like you have a sisterhood that's a problem you need to find one like that's a
1: huge problem we
0: need each other
1: a hundred percent yeah i could not agree more
0: and you create that so you create let's just talk about a couple things so first of all you were just featured in an amazing amazing um high-end black collaboration experience, which you are a beautiful model. Like that's oh, something I know I don't you stopped for a little bit and then kind of got back into it. But that's yeah. like definitely your theme. Um especially as a creative. You know, some creatives just stick out for what they do, how they do what they do. You're definitely one of those people. So let's talk a little bit about that collaboration. Like what was it for you? What did it symbolize? Um, and also congratulations, like, congratulations. Thank
1: you. Yeah, sure. um, so it was a collaboration with, with I say pyromosks. <laughs> Most people say Pier moss. It depends on who you are and your accent. Um, it was a collaboration. They are a black luxury brand from New York city. If you guys don't know, I'm born and raised New Yorker. Uh, and when I first saw the open call, I hadn't modeled in a few years. And that was mainly because my last modeling gig was with a white legacy house and, Um, I just didn't like the experience that I had. And I was just kind of like, I don't need to have this experience. Like, I don't need to be the only black person in the room where they're like trying to find my foundation color and like kind of upset that my hair is textured the way that it is or trying to make it straight. Like it was so exhausting. And I had realized like, it's not a necessity for me to be in this space anymore, where as when I was younger, modeling was my only source of income. So I had to just suck it up. So when I saw the open call and I submitted, I submitted like regular selfies like just plain Jane no makeup and I was one of the first models selected and when they contacted me back I was just like but I wasn't surprised because no lie I think like two or three weeks beforehand I was just casually journaling writing about what I wanted to experience and I wrote down working with them because I just I love um, the designer's name is Kirby 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 And I love that he has a focus on black lens and that all of his work is around our culture because I always get a little frustrated in fashion when people are like, oh, well, I want to be inclusive and I want all shades of colors, you know, like white, Asian, then black. And it's like, uh, uh, that's great. Right. But we also need brands like Moss where it's just like, it's just black culture because we grew up, I know I grew up just seeing white models for up until Tyra Banks, you know what right. I mean? And, and then Naomi Campbell. Right. Um, and then there was that gap because they were the only ones in every photo. Mm-hmm. So having someone see our beauty and then just do it justice every year with, with these ingenious designs and just the, the stories that he tells and the way that the experience was for me being on set and the photographers are black, the videographers are black, my makeup artist is black. And not only she's black, she has like six different foundation colors that are just for me alone, which is just such a big deal. I know it sounds it very small, deal. but no, it's, it's huge. a huge deal. It's huge,
0: yeah, it's huge.
1: Having um, black hairdressers who have edge control and are laying my edges having a black stylist, um, black accessories, like being dripped in black excellence, and then going to shoot and biggies in the background. It's just like our culture is so dynamic. So to be able to be a part of that experience was, I wanna say it was very life-changing for me because it was something that I realized I wanted to continue doing. I love modeling, I love the energy, but I wanna use my platform, I wanna use my body as a billboard for black excellence. So I don't want to be dripped in Chanel or Dior because they have enough representation. They can stay over there. I want to be like wearing all the latest up and coming black designers who are out here creating brilliance and deserve that highlight. So that was a, a major shift for me. I just, I love everything about that brand. They are truly incredible. Incredible, I love that incredible. so
0: much, and I think it's it's just so interesting. I think the the discussion around race, you know, to me, it's it's, mm-hmm. it's one of those in its infancy because obviously, as a human species, we don't have understanding, obviously, right? It's, mm-hmm. it's clear, right? You you don't have racism. It's
1: hundred percent
0: inclusive, right? um yep. And there's just so many different levels to it, you know, and just like you mentioned, it's so funny that. We can, we can, we have been programmed to see only one type of model, one uh, look. I mean, even like the fashion of the body kills me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It really is though. But it's like legit. Everybody's going to like, people I love are getting their noses done, their butts Mm -hmm. done, their boobs done. Mm -hmm. And I'm just like, damn, like, I want to stay as grounded as I can so that no matter what, no matter how much money is in my bank account, I never look in the mirror one day and be like, you know what?
1: My lips are more European. thinner, it yes. should
0: just be a touch thinner, like it's just not really there, my lips should be, you know, my my nose should be European, but my lips should be African and thick, so yes. I should go get a butt, like a little bit bigger butt, and I don't like my waist, like I never want to look in the mirror and feel that, uh, like I have to change my body or who I am, and I have no judgment, like I have no judgment towards yep. people that do it, I just believe um, that's soul care for me. Like, soul care for me mm-hmm. is like, nah, you got to stay authentic and true to curves, stretch marks, cellulite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, we will to ride this yeah. wave out. <laughs> you know, yeah. this is what I, I got. This is, what it is Yeah. You
1: know what I mean? Yeah. I think that that's super important, especially especially for anyone who's thinking about getting work done. Even in like modeling, when they want to contour my nose, I always just like object to it. I'm just like, I, you've hired me with the nose that I had. So don't touch my nose, you don't need to elongate it, you don't need to make it thinner, it is what it is. If you don't like it, let me know and I can walk off set. But um, it takes a lot of self-love for me to be able to do that. One, because it's it's affecting my income, right? (laughs) Um, But also too, it's me standing up and saying, as I am, I am beautiful, right? It, it's not a thing of like, oh, let me go and change it so that I can feel more attractive for others. Now, if this is something that you want to do because you've done the self work and you still are at this place where it's like, for me and my personal experience on earth, I would like to have this for me, that's a different conversation because I've had other tons of women in my life who um, have thought about doing things or have gotten like, you know, breast implants and things like that because they just wanted that for for them it wasn't a thing where like once they got it they like showed it off for anything Mm -hmm. that it was just like this is what i wanted for me and it's my business i just think as long as you are doing work so it's not like let me get this so that people will accept me let me get this so that you know i'll love me finally like that it's about the intention um it's about the intention honestly and truly it, is. it really is. And
0: what I've learned and just someone who practices healing and self-reflection mm. is like, damn, like sometimes we are so filled with layers. It takes a lot to sometimes get to the root of that intention. Yeah, to get to the
1: root it does. Of that it does
0: desire or that like whatever it may be. Um, It it really takes a lot of work. I've had so much stuff happen in like the past 60 days. That's like shifted just the way I see things, people and Mm. just life, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's like, damn, you're, we're so layered that when you think, even when you think you've done some work, I would question and ask anybody who does healing work. There's always room to grow in the area. There's always room to forget people more. There's always room to become greater. And like you said, I am loved. Loving unconditional to me is something we talk about. I find it very rare very hard of people. To practice. very hard to practice and it's to me that's like just like self-love. That's a lifelong journey, right? Like Maya mm-hmm. Angelou, she you love her. I know you've seen this movie where she talked about mm-hmm. my first daughter, her middle name is Maya after her. I got love her. Um, I basically remember watching the interview where she talked about, she was with Oprah and she's Oprah asked her some question, you know, like, what have you learned? And she said something like, I feel like I'm still arriving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I was just so stuck. Yes. And like, even her doing everything that she's done, I'm pretty sure she's checked off a lot of boxes of things oh, she's yes. desired to do. She's danced, she's sung, she's been, like, she's done so many different things. And then to still feel like, I'm still arriving, regardless of the things. Like she's just that woman that we, you know, guided us in many ways towards healing. Whether that was poetically, yes. whatever. Uh-huh. Right. She she just yes. so in depth with the feeling and the emotion of a thing. And I think that's why she touched so many people. But needless to say, when it goes to he- when it comes to healing, I was just telling someone yesterday, you know, we, we heal and we think all right, I put that thing to bed, right? That thing is to so bed, I've healed that. And I feel like the minute I feel like that, there's another layer. Like, can you love that person more? Can you forgive them?
1: Mm -hmm. And
0: if you've forgiven them and that's what you're really saying, are you showing unconditional love? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And a lot of times I'm like straight up, nope. (laughs) It's conditional. I don't
1: know. I said I forgave them, so we're just gonna keep it there and leave it alone.
0: (laughs) But that's human too, right? And I love you for who you are because what I uh, seek out of life and just pages that I follow you know, because it's like, I don't want no shitty things up on my timeline, um, you know, but it's really just like the adep- in-depthness of your ability to embrace wisdom. Because I feel like with everything in life, there's wisdom that comes with it. Like what you just said, like, I'm a forgiven, but I'm going to leave it right there. You're human. So you have to have enough wisdom to be okay with that position, but know you still need to grow. Yeah right like to me that's yeah. the human experience of is like nah this is really how i feel right now but i need to grow <laughs> and i yes. need to find a way to move through this with it all that um yeah. so let's talk a little bit about soul care so feel like whether it's like mental health with you like you just encompass such great depth of like I stand on the I stand on the shoulders of giants like that's your I do
1: yeah
0: and with that being said you know to me soul care has been this new word that to me is like you know it it trumps self-care like beyond everything and I love that for you there are many ways to care for self yeah, 100%. which I resonate with all of them, like even using beauty, right? But then yes. again, that, that goes down to yes. wisdom. Yeah, right. It so really does. Talk about self-care with me. Talk about what that looks like for you. What spark? Like what spark that drive within you to? Because I feel like you have to care about yourself that much. Because when we teach mm-hmm. other people, it's because we've done it. It's because we've sat yes. in shoes, and it's because we and know. And we reap the benefits there you go yes
1: yeah yes a thousand percent um actually the term soul care was introduced to me by my girlfriend sky Brittany. she's the owner of de la hippie um which is a beautiful holistic apothecary yes. and she had introduced the concept to me and i was like oh snap so this is what i've been doing it's always great to get like a name to things because you're it's kind of like oh like it's just there's some type of um just like validation there like yes. okay now here's the term yeah, yeah, yeah. i've been just calling it this plus this plus that and then sometimes this and now it's just something that i can say and it resonates so deeply and soul care for me really comes back down to like ancestry and like my lineage um i was literally just talking about this the other night with my girlfriends i was saying that if you want as a woman because again that's my experience especially as a black woman if you want to figure out what your purpose here on earth is look at your mother's struggles and look at your grandmother's struggles and see how far back you can go. And you'll see where the lack is. And you'll be very surprised to see that your natural instinct is to fill those spaces. So like for me, my mother um, loved everyone. She's a Leo, big hearted. She would give, 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 and deplete herself. My grandmother, same thing love, 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 give, 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 but not take care of herself to the way she needed to. They both had self-care routines. They both took care of themselves. They took care of themselves enough so they can give more to others as opposed to really filling themselves up until they're in a space of overflow. My grandmother ended up having a stroke at work. She was working with um, social work and helping families find homes. My mom is a social worker since before I was born. My great-grandmother from Tuskegee, Alabama was like the neighborhood nana and everyone would come to her. And she unfortunately passed away by committing suicide because she felt alone after all of her children and grandchildren grew up. It was a lack of self-love. And as I looked back at the women in my lineage, I was like, oh my goodness, this is why I had my experience in earlier in my life, but also why I am so adamant about how do I love myself unapologetically? How do I love myself despite what society tells me, despite what my partner may believe, despite what my friends may feel, despite where my doubts might come up, despite all of it, how can I still be like, looking in the mirror and be like, damn, I really love you so very much. And I wouldn't have fully understood that was my purpose until I looked at my soul and looked at the experience of my ancestors and my elders. I feel like they just go hand in hand and knowing where, I come from or where these desires come from it just it's like this never-ending motivation for me this never-ending inspiration because I know that when I do have a child I will be able to give him or her or they a, a, a beautiful life where they don't have to figure out how to love themselves because they'll see it within me they'll see it within my husband they'll see it within the 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 aunties that they have around them that are all practitioners who are all loving themselves deeply like my children will grow up wanting The absolute best for themselves simply because of who they are, you know, so like for me my journey is detaching my worth from my work As opposed to me being the overachiever that I was where it was like the more alkalis the more awards that I won The more that I helped people the better I felt there's something super unhealthy about that, you know
0: Extremely, extremely
1: It should never be, well, I need a vacation because I earned it. Because I I worked like three months with no sleep. It's like, if you just, you also are here for human experience. If you just want to take your vacation, just take your vacation because you can take a vacation. There should not have to be this struggle attached to your success. Of like, if you didn't struggle, then why do you deserve success? But if you truly understand human design and why you're here. And you understand why you show up in the body that you show up. Why do you need it's already so much work being human. Why do we add on all these extra layers of validation and confirmation that we're doing something correct? So once, for me, that's where my soul care comes in, of like checking in with my soul and remembering like, "I am worthy as is." So like whether you're Christian or) um, whether it's spirituality for you where you know like for god they'll say god loves you as is like you're his child regardless of what you do right just as you are it doesn't matter what you've done all that matters is who you is in this moment and that you are his right in spirituality the universe just loves you just because you're here not because you're here and you fed like 50 homeless people like that that's great Continue to give but don't let that be the reason why you think that you're worthy. You're worthy simply because you're here and you're alive and you're breathing and I feel like that is what My message is right now that and experiencing luxury as a black woman because that is just something that we don't we don't really identify with and we don't fully understand and it comes with a lot of um, Negativity, you know what I mean? We come with a lot like oh you're bougie or a lot of judgment there so my soul care right now has evolved to detach your work from your self-worth and really indulge in luxury just because you're here, not because you did something to earn it, mm-hmm. simply because you can have the experience. Mm-hmm. So have the experience. I love
0: that so much. You've said so much. I'm gonna, I'm gonna work backwards and then forward. Um, so first things, especially when you speak about luxury, Uh, I did a meditation the other day, and we were talking about uh, money mindset. Mm. And one of the girls said, well, if you just have enough, like, you, if you just have enough, like, you're fine. Just be grateful. I said, "No, no, no, no. Because just enough could be I got a piece of bread and cheese and I got water and I'm trying to be grateful as I can. And I'm like, oh, I have just enough. No, that's lack. That's poverty. And the craziest thing that I've, like, I feel like out of all the mindsets that are the most challenging to break our curses, whatever you want to call them, is poverty. Because poverty is such a trick. And it plays on so many different levels of our minds that we begin to talk ourselves into lack. I was like, just enough is not okay with me it's not okay. it's to not
1: be okay with anyone yeah
0: not okay because you're not thriving if you look at it like you talked about self-love your grandmother's loving themselves right i always think to myself one of the most beautiful miracles of life that proves you can take something and you can take that you can make something from nothing is giving to others mm-hmm. that's a miracle you can mm-hmm. give and give and give when you are literally, literally dying inside, depleted, dying. I see people that are like dying. You are dying inside, but you're still showing up to give because for some reason along the way, you've created these beliefs and these comforts that have talked you into that's your position and that's the position you need to play. Right. especially
1: as black women right it's like a nobility Ooh. it's like if you're not beaten to the bone and like blood sweat and tears you don't really love your community you don't really love your family yeah. and it's just it's so especially for a black women who are from america who are born from america because we have the um you know good old slavery mentalities that are still in our bloodstream that our ancestors are still enraged about because mm-hmm. that's still a part of our experience we You know, I used to think that too. I had to like have that wake up call of like, no, it's not about me depleting myself and being on zero. And really it was the mind shift of, that's not even helping the people that I love. Me giving my last bit literally is giving them nothing because they can't benefit from me if I'm not at my absolute best. If I'm not in overflow, what I'm giving them literally, there's no point, it's just a waste for them and for me because it's not my best. They can't work with my least, right? Because they're coming to me for my best. So once I was able to fully comprehend that, it became easier and easier with each um, practice to uh, be like, okay, well, I'm not 100%, so I can't give you anything right now. Mm -hmm. But once I'm over and not being at 100%, I'm talking about like being 101, 102, 150, there, there being this overflow of energy because the overflow is literally the good stuff it's the juiciness that overflow will naturally without me having to set an intention without me having to do any extra work by me simply being my best and enjoying that and being in that level and that frequency I could randomly have a conversation with you and say something that just gives you exactly what you need to take it to the next level and it didn't take any effort from me because once you're in overflow and you're in abundance, that frequency, anything from that frequency is like liquid gold. It literally will bless every person that you meet, whether it is your best friend, your partner, or a random mailman in the street because they're either going to get a dose of your good energy or just see you being happy or just see you flourishing, see you thriving. And that will plant seeds and spark them to have that journey as well. That is truly like the i just feel like that is like the, the most important thing that i had to understand of like be over 100 percent when you give because it sounds noble to be like oh i gave when i had nothing left it's like wow you really care for others but then as you evolve it's kind of like why did i do that because now you're depleted and you can't give anything but they may still need more what you gave clearly wasn't enough, right? And then now you're in a situation where resentment can start to form, you know, where it's kind of like, wow, I gave you everything that I had and it's still not enough for you. It's like, it's not enough because it's not your best. You should have just kept it for yourself and continue to build up for you. They would have been able to figure out whatever they were going through on their own, right? So I feel like when we start to better understand that, especially again, as like a black woman, because I feel like that's just where I've seen it the most. With my mom, with um, my girlfriend's mom, just seeing oh, them yeah. do too much—like you're doing way too much, oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> way too much—and sure. it's no so need.
0: For sure, and just you know, um, that mentality is definitely something that I—I've I've let go long ago. Because not long mm-hmm. ago, but it's—it's it's, it's definitely been one of those ones that came to me that was like, you know, how can you help others when you're drowning? I always say that. Yeah. You help others when you're drowning. Look at it like make that. It make I not how else you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. You're drowning, and although you can still help, you really can't. You're not in a position to help. Yeah. I love how you put it when you said once you're at a frequency, everything from that is just liquid gold because it really is. Mm-hmm. It really is, and I think we a lot of times we do find it noble to be depleted. We do find it noble. We're, we are in a society that has... You know gave more high fives for being depleted lack of sleep right can't stop won't stop you know yeah um, to, i'll sleep when i die type of thing like i've gotten Super so sick. much sleep in the past sixty so i'm like yo I, I don't think i've slept well in the past year you know because mm-hmm. i've been in grind mode with discernment you know it's just part of the way things were kind of set up as well but you know not, nonetheless like really taking time to take naps taking time to be like no i don't have to Be doing the most all the time, you know, especially that's not flow. That's not, and that's an important thing, but you, I hope someone listening is really able to take that to heart and to understand that caring for yourself. I feel like in the beginning, the reason why it's hard for people is because it creates conflict. To me, that's boundaries, right? Because once I start caring for me, now I have to create boundaries and I have to say, you know what? No, I'm not available. Like I tell people like straight up, I could be so available doing nothing, but I'm not Mm -hmm. available for you. And that's okay. That is okay. Like you should not feel offended by that because I'm doing what I need to do for me. And if I feel like i want to be in a little bubble over here and not talk to nobody, that's okay. I'm okay.
1: You're also not entitled to my time. Right. You're entitled to your own time. Yes. So use it wisely, but don't ask me for mine. For sure.
0: (laughs) um and boundaries are just so hard because of the things people will say to you whether that's like oh well, you're mm-hmm. acting different or yes it, well, people just say all kind of crazy things i feel like those are always the people that to me at this age i already know when you say a certain thing when i create a boundary you don't respect my space you don't respect me, also you also know,
1: someone I that space. needs to go exactly because what people don't realize is that lo- loving yourself and making boundaries requires you to make space Yeah. And that means losing friendships, that means losing relationships, that means um, changing environments, because as you start to raise your vibration and your frequency, those things are heavy. They can't be in that frequency. So it's like, as you said, it will cause some type of, um, I feel like it becomes conflict if you're not aware of what's happening. Like as I started to do more of the practice, I realized there's a term that um, Abraham Hicks uses, it's called contrast. So, like, when things happen in my life that I'm not a fan of, that I'm just like, what what is this? (laughs) Um, I realize, and I tell myself, oh, this is contrast. This is a chance for you to realize what it is that you actually do want to experience in your life and to make an active choice to not participate in this. So, if it's, like, an argument with my boyfriend and I'm just, like, taking that moment to step back and pause and rest, and be like okay is this the experience that I want or is it contrast and realizing like oh this is what I don't want I think that is also just as important as knowing what you do want and then once you have that awareness it's no longer conflict it's just kind of like oh I just don't want this experience and then you can lovingly let go of people and situations and experiences because you realize like if it's not going to be beneficial for you understand it will not be benefiting that other party as well win-win is 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 everything and when you're at that frequency everybody can win there's never um loss right there's never that poverty mindset of like lack and loss when you are vibrating higher so if i'm not winning in this conversation and we're we're bickering and we're going back and forth for the energy's getting lower and lower you're also too having that other party suffer when you, you can just step back and be like i've enjoyed our experience together it was a great relationship or friendship or whatever the case is but you're taking up too much space in my life because I now feel uncomfortable asking for my space back because I'm afraid it's going to upset you. But it's my space to begin with, and I just allowed you to take too much of it. You know what I mean? Absolutely know what
0: you mean. Wholeheartedly. Yeah. That's why I'm so unapologetic. I mean, I have four children, so my cutoff game has been in the process for the past 11 years. Once I had my first child, <laughs> I already knew I didn't have enough energy, right? One child, I'm like, all right, I don't have a lot of energy. I'm trying to do all these things to rise. So if you're a distraction or a contrast, you know, you just, I just can't entertain you because I have so much other stuff to do. And I would notice, I mean, at that time I was in my early 20s, but I would notice like, how much it really throws you off your game right even if it's your spouse and you guys have a disagreement it could throw you off for your whole day right if you let it right because it's so you know you just you're just like whether you're rethinking it or you're still mad about it or like you've just lowered your vibration opposed to stopping to like i've literally witnessed being in that moment and being like all right stop just stop Mm -hmm. And just like praying on it real quick until I felt peace, and like you know what, just going to the person like, listen, this is not what I want. Let's and then like having a great conversation from that point because I've a yeah. reset, right? But you're so right; it, it just has to go. And I and I know for sure whether it's people I've been in events with, people I've worked with, so many people have such a hard time with cutting people off yeah. because of whatever belief they've. Um, made a part of themselves, whether it's because you are a people pleaser, you, you like mm-hmm. to be liked, you value being needed and, and 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 you value being used in that way. To you that's value which you spoke about, right? Detaching your worth from what you do. When I say that was that's been such a huge movement for me. Right. And I literally yes. was in the shower today and I thought, wow, as much as we elevate externally that does nothing for spirit it doesn't it does nothing for soul care <laughs> not to say you know when you are um how do I say it? when you are co-creating mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that's when things happen but when you're yeah. just like uh. you talked about degrees certificates this accolade, this thing, right? It's just like filler for something else. And until you can yeah. really be honest with yourself, because I had to get honest with myself. I think it was like 2018, maybe. It might have, you know what? I can't even remember. I feel like these past couple of years have been such a blur to me. It might have been 2019. Cause that's when I had my son. And I remember having to take several seats because I had yeah. a son. And not only did I have a son, but he's just so different. Like even now, he don't sleep throughout the night. You know, so I haven't been getting sleep for almost two years sis.
1: Oh my goodness.
0: Just that experience being brought up into my life that made me have to sit down, and then I started to feel a discomfort. That's what it was. I started to feel discomfort in not doing things.
1: Yes. I started to feel Mm. not important.
0: I started to feel not Mm. valuable. I started feeling like, oh my God, like if I'm not posting, like.
1: Who's gonna know I'm alive? Who's gonna (laughs) know I exist? Who's gonna know I'm doing the work? who
0: right and it's when you're able to really come to come to your maker your ancestors sit down and really sit down and um realize that about yourself to me that was like really important for me because i didn't i felt myself getting into this like i wasn't in flow and just getting into this do, 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 more, 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 and having so many balls up in the air. And like you said, who am I giving Mm -hmm. my best? Mm -hmm. I'll share this with you, um, which this will be later, like 2021 topics. We'll get into the deep stuff. But, you know, I have had several seats again in life this year. And, you know, I've been able to really just start. One of the things I started to do was to look at the things we do as women. That's very toxic. There's so many discussions yeah so you and I we connect with this yeah you mm-hmm. you know so many women bash men for we just see so much of that bashing men whether it's like in songs or like all you good for is this and it's like one day I'm sitting there thinking like men do whatever we want so if we wanted to wear sweatpants if, if the whole female culture was like we're gonna wear sweatpants and let our hair grow from every freaking area and we don't give an F men would be like okay, It's <laughs> yes. like straight up, 100%. straight up. They would be like, okay. I'm like, I don't know what type we of dude y'all used to, no, seriously. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, I don't know what type of dude y'all used to dealing with, but I'm like, from what I see, most, 90% of men are willing to do whatever you say. Whatever you But do you know want.
1: what it is too? There's a level of, um, because I openly tell people all the time, like my dating history, I've never, I've had like one bad relationship and honestly, just, I think that was the moment where I truly, myself, I was lost. But those other times, no matter who I dated, including my current partner, they've all been incredible men. I've never felt like I was being forced to do or be anything. It wasn't this whole thing of, like, I need to, like, see if he's cheating or any of these negative connotations that come with it. And when people ask me, like, well, how are you able to have that experience? Especially, like, me finding, like, my, my soulmate's. In my early twenties, and people being like, "Well, that's super rare." And it's like, "Well, if I grew up, even though I didn't have a father, and apparently, like, if you don't have your father in life, like, the first thing you do is like you're bitter towards men, which is just a complete, it's just bullshit, to be honest with you, because I didn't grow up with my father, but there were other men in my life, my grandfather, my uncles, who were instilling in me and showing me and how they loved me, someone who's not their child." They were showing up and loving me and pouring into me and telling me how smart I was and how capable I was I always associated like that support with men Because the women in my life were extremely strong women like decisive. They were the head of the household So I associated um, that level of authority of knowing what it is to ask for and how to delegate with women so that's how I grew up with my perspective. So then, being in a relationship, it was like, oh, I need to vocalize what it is that I need from you. And you, as my partner, are going to be that support to help me receive that. And in tune, there's like that give and that take, that ebb and that flow. So I like to always say that anyone that's dated me, I've, I've helped to help them become better people because they've helped me to become better people too. I just happen to now find my life partner who is like one of my best teachers. And every day I am learning from him and unraveling my own toxic femininity, helping him explore toxic masculinity and figuring okay. out, okay, that actually is not a true statement. You know, even we say, like, you know, we'll jokingly say things like, well, if he's not paying for the entire bill, then like, what is he good for? It's like, he's also human. And this is not to say, cause I'm also still one of those women that is just like, understand the amount of expansion that women, when you have a good woman in your life, will bring you right so I may not be bringing you hundreds of dollars but I'm bringing you hundreds of dollars with my energy like I'm giving you ideas I'm cultivating your creativity I'm connecting you with the right people right because those are all things that women naturally do we're naturally communicators and gatherers so I put you in the right place at the right time I I highlight what needs to be highlighted so that you get to where you need to be so that is how I give my time and energy so that it benefits the man in my life or the men in my life and the, the What I get in return may be that financial stability. It may be that other thing too. And I feel like we need to understand that there still has to be an exchange of energy, whether it's monetary from one partner to the other. And maybe it's like building up someone else's dreams or whatever the case is. There has to be an exchange because even though when you are this high vibrational woman, you naturally benefit anyone who's in your vicinity, when it comes to your partner, a lot of men don't realize that. It takes time for them to realize like, oh snap, all these things that I've been doing actually, when I look at the, um, the, the spark that set it off, it was like a conversation with a woman, like nine times out of 10, it's either your mother or your aunt. You're a girlfriend or maybe a, a close girlfriend that you are cool with. You, those are where your ideas expand. They don't expand with other men. And that's just because that's just not masculine energy. It's there to focus in on to get to the next level, but it's not there for expansion. That's what we're here for, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you learn your role as um, a woman, as in like what you can do, how you need to be benefited, how you can benefit others, it becomes you're not looking at men as like, you're not bashing them. You're not talking shit. You're also not listening to content or songs that bash men either because it's disrespectful to you. Cause you're like, well, I don't even, I'm not even entertaining that level of energy into my life because one, that's not my experience anymore. Because you can always change your experience in every moment. That's not my experience anymore. That's not an experience that I want to have. I also don't want men to walk around thinking that they're only worth money. Right, If you're not financially making me stable, why are you here? I feel like there's just levels to it. And I find that a lot of um, Black women, even to this day, there's like, there was this thread going around about um, these guys who were asking all these Black women like a day or two after meeting them to like pay their phone bill or to do XYZ and, and just women being like, this is my experience. And as much as it was disheartening to hear that men are thinking that that's appropriate for them to do a day after meeting you, like, or like being like entitled to my time, energy and resources, you have to work for that. It's also like, well, why do you keep attracting these type of men in your life? How did you attract a man that the next day after meeting him, he thought it was okay for you to pay his cell phone bill? Like so many important
0: things, you <laughs> talked about the exchange and in, and in being a toxic woman, which is so funny because that podcast has like the least amount of listens, and I get it. Yeah, you know, as women, it's very we, sensitive. We, we love it's, <laughs> it's super sensitive, and as women, we love to like, oh my god, high five, girl, that was so great, yeah. But I'm like, yo, that you sure shit can. you did, that was fucked up.
1: hmm
0: Then you're and like, I'm oh, I'm, mm, no, you wanna you mm-hmm. wanna argue with me? Yeah. Don't debate right? me. And it's like you gotta have friends. You 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 want people in your court. It's like having a booger in your nose. You want people in your court that are like, nah,
1: mm-hmm. nah
0: you, you shouldn't be doing that. That's foul, right? Or like that's not okay. <laughs> and then learning female toxicity, I had to stop and be like, wow. Like in the exchange of things, even if you're an amazing woman, for some reason in our toxicity, we still feel entitled, or we feel like. You know, we just we were so dreamy in how we do things. I feel like a lot of times we're so naive in a lot of ways that we could feel like, in my exploration of myself and my toxicity, right? I could sit there and be like, "Yeah, I was a great woman." No, I am a great woman, hands yes. down. Karen. Was I being my best for this in season? that moment? In that moment, I'm, you might have
1: been though. I we wasn't. really don't know. I really was <laughs> given wasn't. the experiences and the environment. That might have been all you could do,
0: right? Totally true. And in in the same breath, though, I think sometimes in relationships, especially once people have children,
1: oh yeah, that changes the dynamic. It's a whole can different have a that is
0: so great, but it's so easy to get stuck in the monotony of being parents, opposed to you now. You're three things, right? Mm-hmm. Your partners, yes. Your individuals and your parents yeah. on top of whatever else you do, right? You have your job, your practice, whatever your business, yes. whatever. So it's like I was able to just see there were so many things that I thought I had given, I thought mm-hmm. that I was. You know, it's even down to like I think Scorpio and Capricorn have similar ways, and we both are very, two things. We're very, hardened in a way like we just not hardened in a bad way but i guess i would say instead of hardened, strong because we're so strong and strong-minded and strong we are we don't budge much because a lot of the shit that we do we've already contemplated it we've already sat yes we've already meditated i don't make a it,
1: move before i think about right? it There's, so it's like yeah
0: if i move in strength and if when i move a lot of the shit that i do is right and it comes out right and it's right. I think I'm right all the time. So it's just by default, mm-hmm. but for me, it was like, okay, you know, I had to just acknowledge certain toxic things to where I felt I was giving my best, but I was really in autopilot. I was on autopilot mm-hmm. and also like, I have a mouth. I, I just really know how to be asshole without being asshole-ish,
1: if you know what I'm
0: mm-hmm. Yes, I know. <laughs> so um, just in my own experiences, just mentioning, you know, we talked about um, self-care, soul care, and really that those deeper levels of awareness, to mm-hmm. me, I encourage everybody to just keep exploring and following people who are authentic about their journey, who are authentic about, you um, wellness i think wellness is a buzzword i think self-care is a buzzword so care is a bu- buzzword and you know i i i personally am not personality wise drawn to that many people you know it's probably like five people i'm 100%. like i love her like you want like, i Thanks. love her like i just love her i feel her exact so same much. Way. <laughs> like you just feel me so heavy. like even when you shared the things yes. with me i was like oh my god yeah and then i like clicked. i was like <laughs> it was so funny it was like i don't even know what time it was but i was just like oh, and then i messaged you i was like that's you like, yeah. it felt so
1: good uh it's just that you shared it
0: with me i just was like you know but that's what sisterhood is and and yes. in sisterhood it's accountability i was on a yes. sister circle call and we talked about uh girl code right there's always this guy code and things guys don't do but on some real stuff A lot of women don't have girl code.
1: A hundred percent.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember talking to a homegirl, I was telling someone yesterday, like, I remember talking to her and I was just letting her know, like, if you, if somebody's talking about me, when you bring that drama to my door, me personally and the maturity and all the things I've encountered and been through, I kind of have a problem with you now. Hmm. Hmm because for me if somebody's like lotus is blah 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 blah, i'm gonna be like wait a minute right what we're not gonna do
1: i'm not this lotus, what we're, so right, what
0: we're not gonna do is this okay yes, that's number 100%. one and if you feel some way in all maturity and from woman to woman you need to go talk to her because that's what real mm-hmm. chicks do go talk to her face to face and squash it mm-hmm. don't talk to me don't put me in between mm-hmm. it don't talk to me
1: mm-hmm. the minute
0: it goes from you said something to me and then i go say something to that person i'm like it makes me question the the deliverer because yeah i'm like you know you didn't think through that you have to you have to really and it's like and for me that's girl code girl code is you just stop it you just nip it in the bud and your conversation don't even tell me i don't even want to know you should yeah. just nip it because unless she's like when i see her it's on site
1: <laughs> mm-hmm, right <laughs> and
0: then it's like okay
1: well look, girl real quick like yes. Yeah.
0: But if it's not, don't yes. tell me nothing. You know, unless she's talking about she about to beat me up. I don't want to hear mm-hmm. nothing. It's nothing yes. serious. You know, it's A thousand
1: serious, percent. You know, but. Oh my
0: goodness. Girl code and all these things to me tie in. And it goes back to the very first thing you said that I love that you stopped that right there, which is if you don't know yourself, you find a lot of conflict and contrast as a part of your life regularly i mm-hmm. think we have conflict and contrast but i feel like when it's when it's you have these negatives about life like men are dot 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 and i just can't hang out with women because dot 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 Like you gotta really sit and see where can i change that them yes to I. I how can you not hang out with yourself
1: because you too are a woman that's how you identify right so then like how can you not hang out with other women just i don't know like stuff like that just doesn't make any sense to me even when i was younger i was always what they call like stereotypically the um the girl's girl but i was also the guy's girl because i was just a girl who enjoyed yeah. people yeah
0: for sure.
1: <laughs> so it didn't it wasn't a thing of like oh i can't get along with her because xyz yeah. i've never had that but again it's just it goes back to like those perspectives and um paradigms that were created for me given my environment you know, I just had a different perspective. Like, I've had, like, and I will openly tell anybody, like, the most disappointment and heartbreak I've ever experienced in my life has been from Black women. But you would never know that. of uh, how much I praise and honor and hold space for and highlight Black women. Because at the same time, though I had all of those negative experiences, it never takes away from the experiences I've yet to have. I'm not going to decide that because I've had XYZ with these women, that it means that all black women yeah. are all, they're going to all be this way yeah. from now till I pass on. It just is mm-hmm. like, why would you even want to speak up over your life? That just sounds like extra hardship that you do not need to experience yeah. because you had one bad experience or 17 bad experiences. Like, that also has already happened. There's nothing you can do about that but come into the next situation with more love
0: yeah i you feel praying me? for better friends i, I live 100 i prayed for better friends and i remember meeting a woman she was one of the first people i ever did an event with it was very easy to do you know i've done events with women where i'm like oh my god i would never do an event
1: with her ever again ever
0: again um, <laughs> you know but again to your point you know i have so many great friends I have so many great people that I connect with. I have so many great people that check for me, like support me that it's like, that will outweigh any of those experiences because, in going back to, again, your point is, if I'm always, I'm trying to always look through the lens of love, self-reflection and Higher vibes, right? So if you got a problem with me or you're creating a problem with me, I know it's not, it's nothing to do with me. I'm just, I'm, I'm this is just something about you that you need to work on that I bring out of you for whatever reason. Mm. Um, And it's not about you. You're to me. I just look at it as just it's very unhealed, you know. Because when I'm healed, and that's where the brand developed, please recognize, please. Like when we're healed, we can see another woman in all her glory and never feel a tinge of like, oh, I'm jealous and oh yeah, I wish I had her hair or (laughs) whatever envy. All those feelings, you know, aren't really part of the part of the equation because with the vibe you're in, you're you feel more hopeful and inspired
1: than you Mm -hmm. are
0: hateful. It's just, you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And I I feel like I have way too many great connections to ever feel like any of my bad connections, even that I might have up until this day, quote unquote, they, they, they don't really, to me, they have no weight in the valuable net worth I have from just the friends that I have and the network that I have, like, you know, one great friendship. A one great connection you Naisha shout out to Naisha Williams yes because we love okay she's so amazing I and you know it's it's, it's, it's like social media is you know it's it's the, it's it's the smokescreen and I feel like when you get to connect with people and they're real dope in real life they are real dope all around they remain dope no matter what in your connection um, it's just really a beautiful thing and i encourage everybody like i I really legit started praying for
1: friends as you should i mean people forget like friendships are relationships and those are probably some of the most prominent ones um that you'll have because it's a different level of intimacy Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like you're not connecting on that physical level of like you know where you may make love to your partner and things like that it's like, I genuinely have to like you and love you because there is nothing else that I can like benefit from to that extent where it's like, your life partner is a little different. So um, I a thousand percent agree with everything that you just said. I think it's so important that we um, just honor ourselves and our journeys and look at ourselves when it's just like, okay, why am I having this experience? Like why is this person, this person is being triggered by me and also being okay with being a trigger. Like that's something that I think I've just fully decided to be comfortable in maybe like this past year because I had to let go of childhood friendships. That was like very hard. And you know this personally, been like it was actually very difficult for me. But I had to also realize like I don't really want to carry that heaviness in my heart and I had to just be okay with the fact that I'm just a trigger for certain people and some people can be triggered and be able to work through it and then we're still able to maintain our relationship and our friendship and some people are not going to be able to do that and either way it doesn't have to negatively affect my life I can be at peace with you leaving and I can be at peace with you staying and choosing to grow with me if that's your path that you're even on so at the same time you may need me to trigger you we may need that separation for you to grow and for you to heal and to do your work and same for me but it just it takes a lot of freaking perspective to have those experiences and be like oh okay i'm still at peace no matter what happens no matter what happens i still can find gratitude and i can still feel not just okay but like at peace Like not just like, Oh, I feel fine. It's, it's cool. But like, really, I'm just like surface level. Okay. But like, if you ask one more question, I'm going to like bust (laughs) out crying. (laughs) I'm talking about being at peace where I can talk about the situation and be like, yeah, you know, we're just not friends anymore. It's it's what it is. Or it just didn't work out that way. But then also being okay with that in between time from, being in shambles about losing someone or being a trigger and having to deal with that negative pro- projection experience and then also finding peace like there's space in between there where you are going to feel uncomfortable where you are going to question yourself where you are going to wonder um what went wrong during that time you should be self-reflecting you should because re- honestly ask yourself those questions were did were you a natural trigger Or did you really do something you shouldn't have done and there's a way for you to apologize? You know what I mean? Like take the time to reflect on your own behavior and then after doing so, reflect on that other person's behavior too because when I did so for myself, I realized like, oh snap, the experience that I had, I had rose colored glasses on. This was already in the works years ago and I just never realized it because I looked at them through such a lens of love, I ignored all of the toxicity that they continue to show me through every experience. But once that trigger happened, once they said something to me that attacked my character, and I was like, wait a minute, whoa, like I needed that wake up call of like, oh snap, you actually were not who I thought you were this entire time. And I needed this moment, I needed you to trigger me because you can't come into this, nest, this next decade with me because I'm, I'm turning 30 on Wednesday. So it's like, I'm realizing like, you know, like, you can't be, you can't come with me. And that's cool. That's totally cool. It's so important. Just everything. So yeah. important.
0: And I love what you just said. And then we're going to close out in a little bit. I want to keep you forever right. and always. I know we could talk for forever. For <laughs> we sure. can. we we'll have to bring you so on soul chat when we do lives again oh, coming up. Yes, um, but um, you just said something that's really important. I literally just had this conversation the other day when I was saying, you know, Especially when it comes to unconditional love, There's just you know you know mm-hmm. how life is. Life has themes in your year. We'll keep repeating a theme to you and a lesson, like, hey, I need you to learn this right now, so you can be really great. Um, and that yes. thing for me has been unconditional love. And I was saying to someone, you know, it's crazy because, you know, she kept saying it just feels so out of control, and I'm like, that's what love feels like.
1: It's not something you can control.
0: Right, and you and, and you it's trying an to control it, you're not loving you're not just allowing it to be and you have to wrap your mind and you have to keep doing mental flips and perspective changes around you know what if this person disappoints me if this person does something that like violates our vows to one another yeah i will still be okay and i'll still be grateful that i loved i have a brother who i don't talk about much um but he's someone that has shown me so much about life mm. and one of those things is you know you see these cliche things that are like you know it's better to be loved than to not have loved at all and it's like not at all. legit mm-hmm. legit he's mm-hmm. never really had a love he's never really had like he's he's never had that like love 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 you know what i'm saying so to see him and to just witness like loneliness and you know just all that it just for me i'm, I'm thankful to have love. you know and it's yeah. like when, when we have love and, and doing those mental perspective shifts around anything for whatever the situation is right like this is what it is and it's okay yeah if they came and they they left my life it's okay if they stayed it's yeah. okay if, if if i fell out and had a human moment it's okay mm-hmm. like to me, it's all about the bounce back and the remembering, the bounce back. Mm. I feel like there's so many moments in life where it's like the bounce back and the remembering. It's like, all right, no, no I remember, again. Yes. I remember yes. again. I remember again, I remember again. And just sharing that with the community, the spiritual community, the wellness community, because even in that, I feel like there's not enough people that give the, the grit of what wellness is. The grit of just like <laughs> being mentally well yeah. and, and the work and the care and the time it takes to be your greatest and to evolve and to know when you know what, what season you're in what lessons you're learning how to deal with like it's just so it's so it's so much but it's so simple and I feel like it's really mm-hmm. just a mindset thing right um mm-hmm. so like I said we could totally talk all day give us one to two practices mental health wellness that you
1: are like top of the list you should be doing this every day oh my gosh okay well for me i definitely have been using cannabis every day uh not just tc but cbd as well um i have just been preaching about it because it's just been such uh an amazing experience in my life being able to co-create an experience with like this sacred plant and just all the unlearning and then all the remembering Um, that comes with the experience of like, oh, wow, I don't have to always be anxious. I don't have to always, you know, be moving so fast. I can slow down and be at peace and start to get comfortable with the slowness in my life. So I feel like that's definitely one practice. Um, Find how it can work in your life, whether it's like finding a really dope CBD solve to help you with muscle recovery or some drops for anxiety, or maybe it's taking a few pulls to help level yourself out i just i can't stop let me not hold about, y'all um, how, like how incredible <laughs> this damn plan is yeah. um and then the second practice would be practice getting comfortable with luxury like i am doing this myself like i i look at all these things like as a practice like wearing things that are not just like expensive like that's not what i mean like it's not about extensiveness it's not about like white legacy houses it's not about how can i feel more white because a lot of times we associate luxury with whiteness yes. because that's unfortunately all that we've seen we don't know that there's black luxury and yes. i feel like that's something to explore no matter how you identify you should start to get comfortable with being a black person um, or a black body uh in luxury and you should also as an ally be comfortable with seeing us in luxury too and not assuming something negative about us because we have material wealth as well drugs. We um, yeah right like oh so you're <laughs> like a rapper right oh you're a ball player it's like no i'm not
0: <laughs> but oh, i also can be this. i don't have
1: to justify why i'm in this room with you because i didn't actually what yeah. you do like that's not my business you know yeah I think that that is also a practice in itself like just getting comfortable with taking care of yourself to the best that you can like that in itself is luxury and we are also deserving of luxury every single day um because I used to be like oh this is the luxury I can't have it this is something for like you know I only wear this when I'm there's something super important that happened in my life but every day of your life is important Every moment that you're breathing, every moment that your body's operating without any assistance, like you are already a walking miracle. You are already out here being this whole divine blessing. You should enjoy the best that life has to offer spiritually, mentally, emotionally, financially, and physically. That is That to me is luxury. That is me like I'm going to buy the best food or what I really want to eat because it's the experience for me. That's Girl, really what I care for. That's so for. big. That's so big. And I remember having
0: this shift myself years ago, where I used to think like, "No, I can't." Like, I really want to get, you know, I don't drink milk anymore. But at that time, it was a shift mm-hmm. from like regular, like regular milk to organic regular milk. And yeah. I wouldn't buy it because I'm like, oh, I don't. You know, it's, it's more expensive, and it's like, mm-hmm. it lack is so funny because like, it's dollars it in weird places. Penn- pennies on the dollar. Yep. And it's like, okay, if I buy this milk you know am I really losing out on like something else that I like like is is it like forfeiting me not being able to pay my rent like it's not Mm -hmm. even that serious but we take it to that extent and I think about that every time I grocery shop I'm probably like the worst grocery shopper because I can't put anything back and like keeping all of it it's (laughs) all
1: however you can experience your luxury yeah
0: and honestly that's why I buy your face oil it (laughs) makes me feel so divine. (laughs) I've never washed with it was a face, with face oil cleanser. It's the first face oil cleanser that I've ever had and sidebar she sent it to me i didn't even know like you sent it to me and it was just like sitting in the thing and yeah like, i sent it to you and i'm like That's no like you no. didn't i don't think you did but i have so much like on these panels i've been in like i've been so, part of so much stuff like everyone keeps sending me stuff this year so i have so mm-hmm. many beauty products which i don't use all of them mm-hmm. like i have like a little box where i'm like this is for gifts for other people. yes
1: <laughs> yes I, love so I was like
0: no you sent it to me and then once i used it i'm like that it just makes me feel so divine my skin literally looks like it's glowing in the sun, like without being in the sun, it just looks so divine and amazing. And I love it oh, so, thank um, you. you guys. Please make sure you follow her. You can follow her on Instagram at mm-hmm. Lotus. The Loba. Is there isn't there an underscore mm-hmm. somewhere in there?
1: No, it's Lotus a bit straight through, and then my okay. um, business page is Loba Land Beauty straight through.
0: Yeah, yeah. And then tell us a little bit, um, before you leave about how we can stay in touch with you with your podcast. I know you have um some yes. launches coming out and you have some amazing episodes y'all. She has meditations up there. Y'all know I love yes. a good meditation. I support all other meditation teachers, all other Same. wellness Same. practitioners because everybody has it, their people to serve um yes some, i actually am gonna go back and listen to your um podcast on the law of least effort because i truly believe in <sighs> that i've seen that me yeah, too is my
1: favorite law
0: it is right <laughs> um but tell us how can we tune into your podcast what do you got coming up for us
1: uh okay so the love Limb podcast is an amazing podcast for spiritual and mental wellness so i'm uh, this new season drops uh november 9th and i'm super excited because we are expanding the podcast so we'll have our matcha moments for the creative mind and that happens every monday it's where we talk about matcha which i'm obsessed with which is like my entire line made from matcha i talk about the amazing benefits and the ancestral history that comes with matcha and um why we as creatives and creative bodies should be using more uh, green in our life. Whether it's matcha, whether it's cannabis, whether it's whatever the case is, we need to connect more to nature. So there's part of that that happens and then we utilize a method that I created to do practical work, to start practicing certain things. We'll be talking about frequencies this season, we'll be talking about um, sensuality and sexuality, all these really great topics. Then on Wednesdays, we have Wolf-isms. And these are just quick divine downloads that I receive to give to you. They're less than five minutes. They're just enough to just spark um, an intimate conversation with yourself and your higher self. And then I'll also be adding in Conscious Conversations. And this is going to be something really cool. I actually need to schedule you for it as well. It's conversations with my girlfriends that I have all the time, and I'm realizing that there's just so much insight and juiciness in our just regular conversations. So I wanna start sharing them with my community because I learn, so. besides Gary, my partner, I learned so much from the women in my life. Like I learn all the time um, just from your brilliance and your expertise. So we'll be having that on there as well. And then my fourth and final segment is called like Biz Basics. So, as a wellness practitioner, um, people don't realize that like I have a long history, like in fashion and business marketing, all these other things I did before I got here. And one of them is understanding how to properly support um, a small business owner. So we'll literally have episodes based on what you can do as a consumer, what you can do as a creator, as your as an owner of your brand, and then for conscious collaborations. And this happened because a lot of people would come to me asking for insight on, like, how can I benefit from this collaboration? Or how can I help benefit this other person that I want to work with? Or as the consumer, how can I be more patient with small Black-owned businesses? Um, like, what can I do to be a better consumer? And then as a creator, the same thing of, like, when am I being too transparent? Or am I not being transparent enough? So I wanted to create a podcast segment where you can go and just listen in because... I'm lucky enough to be all three of those. I am always constantly creating and collaborating with another Black woman because, again, sisterhood is a big deal for me. I'm always supporting other Black women as a consumer and having immense patience for them because they are not Amazon. I am not Amazon. Stop assuming that we are. And then just as a as a business owner like the the struggles of making my own products and doing the research and getting the certifications to packing and the handwritten notes and buying the supplies like there's so many aspects to it and i feel like if we just have um a moment to talk about these three different levels of the experience we can be better for each other and we can circulate the black dollar more and we can really highlight other creatives um, and enjoy the experience and highlighting other creatives so the podcast has expanded. It's going to be so juicy and so exciting. Lots of episodes for us to tap in and tune into, all happening November 9th. So I hope you join me because I'm so excited for it.
0: I definitely will be. I'm going to go back and listen to some episodes. I, re- I really, truly am not a podcast person. It's so me weird too. I'm, I'm just not. I just, I just, I'm not. I've tried and sometimes it's like it's too long for me or just, I love that yours are like, mine are about an hour, but I think that's, that's, that's like off like our oh, all right I'm done don't don't mm-hmm. give me on a two hour podcast but um you insane <laughs> why I why podcasters it's right. not a movie. but some people but some people love that some there's people oh. out there that are really avid podcast listeners. I am not, um you guys not you amazing. are amazing. We appreciate you for listening to Soul Chat. You guys please go check out her podcast as well. Follow her on Instagram um are you on Facebook as well?
1: I am. Not as active. But honestly, yeah. Follow her on I mean, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram is where you'll find me. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, she has amazing stuff. Um, definitely check out her, her uh beauty care line. It is when I say it's amazing, you guys, I'm not saying I don't I, I try so many different products. And I've been this way my whole life. I used to go into CVS and just buy a bunch of stuff that i seen in magazines to, to try it out. Yeah, just see what works. Yeah. And um, I really appreciate, and I've been doing this for years, really since I've got a business Is supporting other Black businesses. I do that virtually, Same. even if I don't buy from you again, you know, because I'm, w- I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to your your episode on how to be a better consumer I definitely think as a consumer, like how do we critique someone or just let them know, hey, you know, like.
1: Yes, hey, there's a win.
0: Whatever yes. the complaint is, <laughs> like, just yeah. let yeah. them know, let them know, let them know. But that's really beautiful. And I feel like we are so aligned in so many different ways and just mm-hmm. that's the beauty I find with sisterhoods is that um whether it's like you just, we are, I feel like a lot of the stuff you mentioned that you're growing through or that you're creating is like same way. Um, It's just beautiful to serve people in that way and to help them elevate because we are, again, reaping the benefits of doing the work ourselves. And that's that's what I love the most about you. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom with my community. You guys, please follow her, subscribe to her podcast,
1: all that good stuff
0: because she's really amazing. And you guys know I don't bring you anybody that's not authentic. I don't bring you anybody that um, I don't rock with. 100%. And have watched. Grow and evolve, you know. So I really, really love and appreciate you for your time
1: and for me. your
0: transparency, and just sharing everything that you shared today. You guys, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Of course, your way of paying is to hit that subscribe button, share it with your friends, mm-hmm. tell everybody about it, because Soul Chat, we're gonna continue to bring you conversations that are deeper than the surface. No surface-level conversation. It's all about elevation. 2020 is still our year, and I can't wait to see where everybody's gonna grow and evolve into in 2021. Thank you guys so much for listening. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Soul Chat with your host, Ebony Tatora. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, leave a review, and if you love it, share it with your friends. And make sure you join us next week for another conversation with your soul bringing you thought-provoking conversations that require you to look a little bit deeper than the surface. Welcome back to Soul Chat. Uh, this will be the final, final, final episode of 2020. Um, every year, I try to do a reflection piece where I share the things that I've learned. And it's so interesting um, because I was looking back today uh at the different things I've shared over the years of you know what I have learned. Uh but before we get into that, for those of you that don't know me, my name is Ebony Tatora, your host. I am the founder behind Queens Recognized Queens, a holistic wellness brand. I'm a holistic wellness coach and it is my passion and my purpose to help people turn pain into peace. Pain into peace by using three pillars, uh, self-love and discovery, inner child healing, mindset and mindfulness. Uh, so I know I said I said four. <laughs> um You can check out more about us at queensrecognizedqueens.com. Obviously, all the other great things we're doing, our healing jewelry line. Uh, This episode is actually sponsored by our healing jewelry line, Heal and Thrive. Definitely check out that line. We have some new launches, the goddess collection, anything and all things to help you step into your greatest self per usual, right? So another thing we're going to share with you is how to step into your greatest. And, you know, this year you know, it's, everybody has a different perspective of this year, you know, 2020, what is that 2020 vision, right? That's, 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 um, what you think of when you think of 2020. So, um, this year has been an amazing year for me, honestly. Um, it's been one of my best years. Did it start out being the best year? You know, in essence from the outside looking in, no, but, um, to reflect and to look back and just, I'm, I'm just filled with so much gratitude. Um, and it's funny because I didn't write gratitude down, but I'm going to add that as number one. The number one thing, um, I learned this year was the power of gratitude. And, you know, obviously I had shared with you all about leaving a relationship. And it's so funny because I was looking at a, a video from three years ago, um, where I shared, my second thing that I was saying I learned in life at the, at the time I was turning 30 um, was to let things go, right, to let things go. And even then, obviously, I didn't understand the depth to which I still had to let things go. Um, but either way, gratitude is just such a beautiful practice to just really wake up and say thank you. Get yourself in the habit of saying thank you for the little things like consistently. And this is probably the first time in my life that I've been extremely consistent with that, extremely consistent with the small, tiny blessings. Um, you know, and honestly, it makes me so emotional because that's how much of a great year it's been is that the things that I've prayed for have literally manifested. So let me get into my list that I actually do really have for you. <laughs> so first things first, I definitely allowed God to work through me. So what does that mean? A lot of times we are not allowing spirit to work through us. We are spirits having human experiences. That's the foundational thought that keeps me grounded and Ebony, reel it back in, right? When you're just going through so much, so much is happening, and your mind is just like, let's be crazy right now. Let's 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 doubt. Let's fear, let's think of all the bad things that could happen. And you're like, Yes, let's think about them, right? And then, you know, you're not allowing God to work through you, right? We have to get ourselves into the space of receiving divine guidance. We have to get ourselves into the space of I am a spirit, I am powerful right and obviously i've been sharing with you all year that space for me is meditation i don't always want to meditate <laughs> sometimes i don't always like to meditate right um honestly since i've had my son my whole meditation practice has changed because you know he's he's he used to just be up all the time or you know while i'm trying to meditate he wants to breastfeed which was extremely uh aggravating in the beginning um i like my space and i like to be able to meditate in peace Um, so that definitely shifted me, right? Everything should, should grow you, which, you know, that's probably been a lesson from one of these years that I've been sharing. Uh, the second thing was use foresight, your third eye, right? And the third eye is the element of really releasing what you see on the outside, right? You got to feel this at the depth of your soul, releasing what you see on the outside, And giving power to what you see on the inside, right? The visions you have in your mind, the excitement, the possibilities, right? The third eye is your sight beyond sight. And a lot of us have a third eye that's really foggy because we overthink everything. Uh, We don't act in faith. We act in fear. Um, And this year obviously has been a testament of what is your stance, what is your stance? Being a spirit, having a human experience is so foundational to me because this world has felt so crazy to me. You know, where there's times that I walk outside and I'm like, this just cannot be real. Um, But in the same breath, I'm a spiritual minded individual. That's the foundation of (laughs) my youth, if you will, right? And I want to remember that because God is my resource. God is my You know, I'm a child of God. You know, that's my daddy. So I need to be tapped into what my daddy doing and not be worried about what's happening on the outside world. And a lot of times you feel alone in that stance. You feel crazy because everybody else is like, yeah, I know. But, you know, we should be afraid. And, you know, make sure you keep your distance and don't breathe on other people. Like, I'm not going to live in a bubble of fear. I'm going to use precautions. I'm going to do whatever to a degree. But however, I did not come here to have my sovereignty diminished. That is a feeling I know for sure, right? So the third eye is such a powerful uh, skill. That's your intuition, right? When God gives you a vision for your business, a vision of the possibilities in your life, they say if you could see it in your mind, you could hold it in your hands. Stop allowing the external circumstances to determine your internal world. I had to up level my mindset game this year. This year was insane, um, from making a decision to walk away from a relationship and everything was kind of already crumbling. So it's not like, it's not like um, the writing wasn't on the wall, but in the same essence, um, based on every other thing that was happening on top of what was happening in my own life, um, I definitely had to really stick to what I say I do and who I am. And that was definitely using foresight, right? Just knowing that, let me just stay the course. Cause I know why I'm being tested. I know where God is trying to take me and I just got to keep showing up in faith. And even though I'm not where I want to be, and even though I'm in an effed up situation right now, actually, I'm still showing up and I'm still operating my gifts, right? And going back to number one, I'm going to let God work through me, right? I'm going to let God work through me. The third thing for years, right? I just shared how three years ago I was talking about let go, Right? let go (laughs) like I'm not even playing when I say this because I understand the power now I will cut you off there's no need to continue anything anything that's not meant for you how you know it's not meant for you is there is friction is there friction in life yes but imagine this friction right close your eyes do this exercise with me okay imagine this friction there's two types of friction right there's friction that's just part of the part of the game and then there's friction that's showing you out you're out of alignment right so the first friction is you being in your element right if I'm speaking for TEDx right I'm at a TEDx conference I've been picked to speak There's going to be friction, you know, I've experienced this before when you're like putting together an event and there's the friction of, oh, this person can't show up and the food is cold and, you know, this didn't arrive yet or whatever, right? That's friction, but I'm in my element. So all I got to do is really bob and weave and use the things that I need that I already have to overcome those challenges, right? But then there's the friction when you're out of alignment, right? That's the repetitive over and over and over again pain that you're allowing to permeate your being and you don't realize, wow, like this is this is something I have to let go of because I can't grow here anymore. I'm in a cycle and a repetition of this pain and I'm I'm hopeful that it'll be different, but even though I I'm bobbing and weaving and I'm using all the skills I got, you know, it's still, it's still a tough position, right? And this doesn't matter. It might be business. It's not always people, right? Knowing in business, even in business, when do I have to pivot? When do I have to put that thing down? Because now this doesn't feel in alignment anymore. And anybody who's been in business knows exactly what I'm saying, right? You can be doing something and it's great and you love it. And, and business is all about, you know, uh, failing forward. So, but the next minute you might it might feel out of alignment now now there's the friction where you're you're trying the same things you're bobbing and weaving you're pivoting but it's just not there's no elevation right and this is where wisdom comes into place this is where intuition and you know your third eye crown your crown chakra come into play because you got to be wise enough to know these moments you just have to be wise enough to know these moments Next thing obviously ties into the to the to the um, the third thing, which is follow what feels good. Like I don't care what it is, I don't care what people think. If it feels good to me, I'm doing it. There's a lot of stuff that I do that people praise. There's a lot of stuff that I do that people do not praise. That I get the personal behind the scenes pushback from, whether that be family, whether that be in business. Um, but at the end of the day, I got to do what feels good right if I'm allowing God to work through me if I'm in my intuition I'm letting go of my fears and all the things that hold me back and I've been given this vision you can't see my vision so I can't expect you to agree with everything that I do you don't know what God's saying to me you don't know what God is working through me to do so I totally resonate And I really think if you play this back and you listen to it, these are the laws of manifestation, right? Because um, we have to follow what feels good. And a lot of times things don't feel good. But guess what? You know why you don't know the difference? Because you're in pain. Your pain allows you to stay stuck in the cycle. Your pain allows you to you know, feel more fearful of leaving that relationship than, well, you know what? I know I might not be in the best predicament or I'm going to have to start all over again, but... I'm going to be happy. I'm going to have my peace of mind. I'm not going to have to worry about being cheated on or lied to or the frustration or the arguments or whatever the case is, right? The toxic stuff. This is a job. This is anything. When you are in a space where it does not feel good and you just surrender to not you, to that moment and you're like, I'm just going to stay here because I have. it's a good job. I have benefits, even though I hate it and it feels out of alignment. I really would love to go do this, but uh, I don't think I could do that. I don't have the resources. I don't know anybody. And I know somebody out there is listening to this like, why is she? why is she reading my life right now? Because I know I have been there, right? And when things start to get that friction that I just talked about, the friction where it's a cycle, I've experienced the friction as a cycle in a job. I've experienced that in many different forms, where now I'm like, it has to feel good. If it does not feel good, it's an absolute no. Right? A regretful yes is a no to you. When you regretfully give anybody your yes, and you are also in that same breath saying no to yourself. Right? So why would you want to do that? Right? And then we suffer because of it because you're not honoring yourself. You're not honoring your spirit. You're not honoring what your spirit came here to do. And you do that long enough and you just don't know, right? That's why people are like, I don't have clarity. I don't have focus. By the way, quick plug, Seven Days of Clarity is relaunching January 21st, 2021. I want to see you in that program. You can go to the website, click on the Seven Days of Clarity and enroll today. That is such a foundational program um, for healing the seven chakras and tapping into each energy center and seeing where you allow your energy to get stuck. Where you allow your memories to stay in your body and cause you to move in fear out of faith, okay? So come through, pull up. The women who already went through the first round were amazed. I was amazed by the end of it too. You know, that's the beautiful thing about teaching is that you get to teach to also learn and to experience it with people. And it sounds crazy, but trust me, it's, 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 really, it's really dope. Um, Because every time I show up for you, I'm also showing up and honoring myself and and the person I desire to be. So definitely check that program out. Last but not least, my divine feminine, the rebirth of divine feminine. The last thing I learned was ease, calm, and flow. Out of all these years of meditating, out of all these years of doing the work, that's why they be like, one day is just going to make sense. Because if I would have quit and be like, this shit don't work. It ain't doing nothing for me. You know, and I always tell people I was meditating years, its like seven years before I shared it with my community. So I'm kind of giving you guys the shortcut. Right. I'm the plug. I'm the meditation plug. Just FYI. Right. Um, All of those things that I had stayed consistent with. When I, when I, you know, again friction, right? This year was filled with friction for me, a lot of friction. But I said, "Ooh, what's what's that tool? You know, what's that thing? You know, what's that mindset thing? You know? Oh, wait, what you need to do in this moment? You need to pray for that person because they're really driving you nuts with their antics and the stuff that they're doing. Let's get a little more mindful and let's wait. Let's rewind. Let's let's actually pray for them. Let's pray for them. And I've been able to see situations change in the <laughs> like. I'm telling you, it's been so crazy this year. I swear. I've, I've seen situations change within an hour of me changing my stance. And that showed me power. But only because I had invested in peace, which is the ease, calm, and flow. I'm not forcing shit that's not for me. I'm not moving in an anxious state. And if I'm moving in an anxious state, I need to catch myself. I need to catch myself and I need to bring it back. I need to bring it back to truth. I am safe, guided, and supported. There is no obstacle to the mind of God which is in me, around me, and serves me now right so uh, ease calm and flow is so powerful because the divine feminine is rebirthing herself we know how to be masculine we know how to do we don't know how to be and this is for men too, because you guys have both right we all have both x y chromosomes but ease calm and flow is our natural state ease calm and flow is where god wants us to rest is where god wants us to stay consistent in, right? Because if you look back to everything I just said, allow God to work through you, use your foresight, let go of what doesn't feel good, follow what, follow what does feel good, right? And ease, calm, and flow. We just kind of start tapping into different energies. And I swear this year I've tapped into so many higher vibrations uh, if you've been following me if you've been listening to the podcast if you've been, like i actually just had to scroll through my timeline of just all the videos cuz you know i don't realize sometimes how many vid- videos i've put out there and how many things that i've done you know so it's always nice to see receipts like damn so it's good for you like you really were showing up right high five Psh. um but uh yeah god wants us in that in that vibe so i pray i'm i'm praying over you right now um i'm praying over your 2021 and beyond Um, I really hope that in following me, working with me, investing in yourself, um, whatever they may look like, especially with this brand, you know. uh, Thank you for all the supporters, the the people who allow me to be your crystal plug, make your beautiful jewelry for you, pour blessings and love and light into you. Um, Thank you. Thank you for working with me. Thank you for allowing me to use the gift that God has given me to help you rise to help you elevate because in your elevation I elevate and it's such a beautiful exchange um it's kind of like some people are like damn Eb if you never helped me and I'm like damn sis if you never work with me because then I get to practice then I get to use my skills so I just want to say thank you so much I cannot end this year without a huge thank you for all of your support all of your support. If you've been following this brand and you have a brand or a business that you would like to feature on this podcast, uh, you could definitely email us at hello at queensrecognizedqueens.com. We're definitely elevating and starting some new partnerships going into uh, 2021 and beyond, especially with this podcast, because it's such an amazing way to help coach you and get your mindset right um, and just elevate you know, the vibes out there in the uh, atmosphere. So again, thank you so much for listening to us all year. I hope you take so much away from uh, these tips. And can you relate? Can you relate with this? Can you relate with the things that you've learned this year as well? If so, leave me your feedback. You can comment. um, Leave your comment. As always, leave a review. Rate our podcast. Um, so you can let A- Apple iTunes and Spotify and all of them know, like, yeah, t- tune, in, tune, in to, tune in to Soul Chat. As you know, we are taking conversations deeper than the surface so that we can truly elevate into who we are. Again, thank you so much. 2020 has been so amazing, and it wouldn't have been that way if it were not for you. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I thank you all so very much. I hope you have an amazing day, an amazing year. Kick ass. You did so much playing small. Imagine what you could do playing big right? Allow God to work through you. Use your foresight. Let go of what does not feel good. Follow what feels good, baby. Follow that shit, okay? Ease, calm, and flow. Ease, calm, and flow is your natural state. So I love you all. Again, thank you so very, very much. So very much. Lots of love and like kisses.